Ready, set, go! Oil producers are paying refineries to take their product. What the heck? Welcome to the EV Diaries. This is the place where we explore EVs in small town America. I'm Ben. I am an engineer and EV enthusiast. And today, because I'll be talking about utilities, I'm going to go ahead and say that the opinions that I express are my own and do not reflect any opinions that my employer may have. Seriously, though, oil futures dropped into negative territory. Now, I don't know how the futures market works, but negative $40 for a 55-gallon drum of oil is, is not good, especially if you're the one that owns the barrel. I guess if you're the one buying the barrel, it's that's pretty good, but I'm not an economist. All of this started with a trade war between Russia and the Saudis. Then COVID-19 came down, shut down the world's economy, and as a result, we have cheap gasoline. Well, at least 1990s era cheap. So what does this mean for EVs? I have seen so many articles that say that this is the death of EVs. And I've seen counter articles that say you can't stop EVs. Let's face it, the U.S. is not doing the heavy lifting on the EV front. India and China want EVs, and I don't know their specific reason. I would assume it's air quality. Europe is mandating it, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it's a geopolitical environmental force that's driving that. I do know that both regions are population dense, but what does it look like right now in small town America? Utilities are still embracing and preparing for EVs. Kilowatt hour sales means operating dollars. EVs benefit utilities. And socially, it allows them to see green without embracing solar or wind. Because in the utility world, solar and wind are competitors, that is, unless you own the farm. Tesla is still the cool kid on the block, and they have really set the standard for EVs in America. The perception that they're a rich man's toy is still there, although they're working on that. But like Apple and Disney, they are developing a very loyal fan base. The Nissan Leaf and Bolt are still expensive for what they are. There are a lot of other offerings coming to the market in that $35,000 range, but we really need some more offerings in the $25,000 range. But we're getting there. I think about my i3. As a new car, it had a base price of $50,000. And I look at it and I'm just like, why would you? To most people, they see a car that is just small and unusual. I like that kind of thing. I think the reason the i3 was so expensive is because it's got the carbon fiber shell, the kind of shell that you only see in high-end sports cars. Everything else in it is sustainable or recycled and really unremarkable other than the fact that it's sustainable and recycled. Of course, BMW's coming back with the Mini Cooper E and it's priced to be a game changer. Just keep in mind, we are 
just one battery technology breakthrough away from blowing this thing apart anyway. My take is that with the cheap gas, the economics of EV ownership in small town America have been cut in half or just eliminated entirely. At a buck and a quarter a gallon, it's not cheaper to operate an EV than it is a legacy car. Another problem that the EVs face right now is that they are competing with 0% financing for 84 months on everything but EVs. And that's because COVID-19 killed the economy. Automakers are trying to get as much of that stimulus money as possible. Of course, Walmart's getting another half on really large TVs, but I digress. All of this right now, in my opinion, is short-sighted because Nothing lasts forever, not cold November rain, or cheap gas prices. EVs are an eventuality. To say otherwise is burying your head in the sand and sticking your fingers in your ears going la 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 la. They may not be adopted in America like I would like to see. Again, Asia and Europe are going to be the ones doing the heavy lifting. Car makers and politicians are kicking the can down the road but EVs will be an eventuality. I still think EVs in small town America are the way to go for day-to-day -day driving. Maybe more so with the stay-at-home movement that's going on. A lot of that will last post-pandemic. In fact, I'm hoping that my time in the office is whittled down to a few hours per week. I really think that if you're EV curious, you should consider a gently used EV. I realize there's no tax credit, but the prices are really good, and it's a good way to dip your toe in the water. Carvana, I have to say, was a great experience, and they will drop it off at your door. I've not been able to register my car because of COVID-19, so I still have the temporary tags on it, and um, they say Carvana. People always ask me if my car came out of a vending machine, which it didn't. But that would have been cool. Realistically, EV ownership is a lifestyle choice. Mine was based on economics at the time, and a lot of it was rooted in curiosity. Yours may be rooted in environmental concerns. Or maybe you're just, like all of us, you like that cool factor. Either way, once you're in the EV world, you can't really go back. Hit that subscribe button, and remember, the EV revolution is still here, and it is still a great ride.